0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Chad Reuter is on Twitter at Chad underscore Reuter, and he is NFL researcher. He works for NFL media, NFL.com. Does a lot of work around the NFL draft. Has his own mocks out right now. He joins me now with feet on the ground in Indianapolis. Chad, how we doing?
0: I am doing excellent. It's the best week of the year for me. Yes. i thrilled to be here, and uh, it's the place to be. So uh, life is good.
1: Yeah, um, so I know that everybody um, that covers the NFL around the country sort of waits for this week. Has everybody uh, behaved themselves thus far?
0: Uh, as far as I know, Okay, good. and as, as far as I can, uh, feel free to discuss, um, on, on the radio. Okay, right. No, I, it, it's all good, man. We're good. all, we're all having fun and working and it's all good.
1: All right. Now, um, transitioning right into it, how much of a discussion was the Jalen Carter news yesterday? Obviously that's, that's, that's been the massive story.
0: Yeah. it's what everybody's been talking about for the past couple of days. Um, so, it, you know, it, we don't know enough quite yet to know what kind of impact that's going to have. Um, if you may remember, uh, Lyle Collins a couple of years ago yeah. had an issue that came up like right before the draft and he ended up going on draft takes teams couldn't do all their due diligence to find out what his role in that situation was, but they'll have enough time with Carter to kind of figure out. What he did and didn't do in this situation, and how that's going to affect their evaluation, um, you know, of his uh, ability to transform becoming a professional.
1: Now, from a from a prospect standpoint, how how highly do you think of him from a on field standpoint?
0: Uh, I think he's the number one guy in the class mm-hmm. um, in terms of you know just pure potential and athletic ability and size and, and all that stuff. He can really become. I'm an explosive, um, difference-making player uh, inside, so I, I have him as my
1: number one guy. Understood, understood. And then sort of when we're, when we're on that topic, um, obviously we, we talk about quarterbacks, and that's usually how we sort of talk about a draft, grade a draft, and, and decide how good it was. Is it, is it Jalen Carter and Will Anderson right there at the top for you when we're talking about sort of the can't-miss ability of those two guys?
0: Yeah, you know the thing is, I don't think there, you know, I don't think there is a can't miss right. guy really in this class, um, and I think Jalen and Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, Christian Gonzalez, the corner from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are. That's really, um, you know, the guys really at the top that I think have the best chance at being you know, dominant players. And, and that's really all you can do in a draft is say who has the highest probability of becoming the elite players in the league. And, and those are, those are the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, today, the defensive linemen will be working out. So we're going to see if well, Wilson won't be able to work out, but uh, if whatever Miles Murphy is able to do out of Clemson, right. um, Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, if he shows out, you might start hearing some jJ Watt comparisons, yeah, if he's able to if he if he's able to put up that kind of performance that JJ. Watt, who basically didn't have that until the combine is really where he took off. So Van Ness could have that kind of a workout and could do that. But even if he doesn't, he's still going to be a really good player. So, um I, I think those are the guys that really at the top of the draft this year,
1: Mm-hmm. Lucas Van Ness is built like a Greek god, man. I, I didn't. I didn't understand yeah. that before we got into draft season. He is what? I mean, he's all love to two seventy, and just basically no body fat at this point.
0: Yeah, you know, and he's not. You know, he wasn't a guy that always showed. Well, you know, Iowa it didn't get a lot of eyes um, this year because right. they were a hard watch on offense, but. And the thing is that he didn't start any games in two years at Iowa. And people say, well, wait a minute. If he can't start at Iowa, how can he – well, he played more snaps than either the starter, starting defensive ends. And he's also able to shift inside mm-hmm. as well as stand up and play with his hand down. So I don't worry about starts. Um, he got a lot of snaps, very productive, and really the sky's the limit for him.
1: Um, now, that, that's the question I sort of have about Will Anderson. Um how do you see him fitting yeah. in uh, with one of those teams there at the top of the draft, whether it's the Cardinals, the Bears, whoever it is, how do you see him sort of fitting in? I think there's questions about him and his weight right now, um, him yeah. potentially fitting in every down on a four-down front. Obviously, most people think he's a, he's a three-down stand-up backer. Um, how, yeah. do, how, do you, how do you project him at the next level and, and what kind of role he'll be playing?
0: I think that he will um be he this year people didn't see him as a dominant force as much. And you'll point to the Tennessee tape where Darnell Wright, you know, shut him down using his size for a lot of peace. But the yeah. thing is, Alabama is not a place where the edge rushers are told to get upfield as fast as they can. Bend off the edge, go attack the quarterback. They have run responsibilities. Yep, they are meant to to, to hold the edge, um, and so I think he did that. Even if he's at 240 pounds or whatever you know he weighs in at, as long as the length is there, as long as we see on the field that his movement skills are there, they're going to ask him to do different things. The league, I think he's going to have more of a pure edge, um, you know, movement uh, or I mean a role. And, and I think he'll be able to excel at that. So um, mm-hmm. this is another one of these situations where the, the scheme of the team doesn't necessarily play into the prospect's, um, you know, greatest attribute.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: for example, like Iowa State has Will McDonald in a, in a four-point stance at five tech. Right. And, like, you know, he's 235 pounds. Like, but that's what they ask him to do, and he's got the length to do it. So that's what he did. Uh, but in the NFL, you have to project and I think Anderson and um, Andrew McDonald as well will be asked to stand up, come off the edge more as a probably a designated pass rusher early on, and and then grow into that starter.
1: Talking with Chad Ruder from NFL. dot com on Twitter at Chad underscore Ruder. Now, what is the likelihood at this point, in your opinion, that the Bears will come off of that number one pick?
0: Uh, I I would put that a uh, low. Uh, percentage, okay. uh, you know, twenty percent.
2: Okay.
0: I, I don't know why you wouldn't. I don't know why you wouldn't trade down, because as I said, you know, Jalen Carter is a great. You know, it could be a really excellent player, um, and you know, like it, it would be interesting if Tyree Wilson puts up like a Trevon Walker type mm-hmm. uh, workout, and they value him that highly, maybe. But honestly, if you can trade down, even with Texans at two for some picks, um, and then maybe to Indianapolis at four. Uh, I had them actually trading with both teams in my latest mock draft to, mm-hmm. to kind of maximize the situation. I, I don't know why you wouldn't do that, um, and especially this in this year. Uh, you know the way this class figures out, and the way your quarterback—they have a quarterback um, that you need to at least give another year to to see what he can really become.
1: It, it, around the league, like I, I've been trying to sort of decipher, like are there teams around the league that? Obviously, you're going to value one or the other a little bit more, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. But how big is that gap? I mean, in in, in most places. I mean, how, do, do, what what have you been well, hearing around the league about about those two in particular?
0: Well, I tell you, um, it's really all about the kind of offense that you want to run. If you're you know, if you really look, look, Will Levis is in that conversation, despite mm-hmm. some of the things you see on tape. Some teams are gonna love Will S- Levis's, you know, arm strength obviously, competitive nature. Some teams are gonna fall in love with him. And so he could go before Stroud, for example. Okay, uh, I think Bryce Young is considered the number one guy. I just think off the field he's got it all and yes, he's shorter, but you know, you saw what he's able to do in traffic and, and on the run and, and everything else. He doesn't have the biggest arm, but I think he can operate in offense, smart guy, good leader. So I think That'll make him the number one. But I think there there's enough. I think Stroud, look, you know, unfortunately, teams, position pairs get get some, um, you know, teams will look at that. Ohio State quarterbacks, which is dumb. You should yeah. never sc- scout the uniform. Right. You scout the player. But there's the lingering, you know, issue of what do you do when you take him out of that, you know type of system and uh the big team, whatever so anyway but i think stroud is a really solid quarterback uh i think he's got a little bit of everything you need and um i think he might end up kind of falling a little bit um behind love if somebody falls in love with well arm strength stroud's fine in that regard i mean there's, there's not negative so i think there i think it's still bunched kind of at the top right and then anthony richardson from florida is going to be in that conversation with somebody despite his youth and um you know some throws get away from him but I think he does a lot of things in the pocket as a runner And if you don't look at like what Jalen Hurts has done in the league and appreciate what Anthony Richardson can become you you're not paying attention mm-hmm. so the mix the, the rankings of those four guys are going to be different for a lot of teams
1: now for Anthony Richardson it feels like that's probably the biggest trading range right though I mean when we're talking about uh, some people will have him as the number 1 overall guy and some people will have him as a third or fourth rounder. It feels like there's yes, a pretty substantial yes. trading range with Anthony Richardson.
0: That's right. And and you know what? We've seen that with other guys. We've seen that with Patrick Mahomes. We've seen that with Sean Watson. We've seen that with yep. Josh Allen. We see every year and and rarely are team rarely are quarterbacks when it's not, you know, Trevor Lawrence clear number 1, Joe Burrow clear number 1. When there's a when there's a kind of a mix, the way that they're drafted is not how their careers turn out. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't shock me at all if Richardson is picked fourth but has the best career out of the group.
2: Right. That
0: wouldn't shock me at all because he's got all those traits. But, yeah, he can go anywhere from top ten um, into the, the lower part of the first round. No. And I think some teams will have him graded as a third-round pick, but those teams typically don't need quarterbacks. You know, you, yeah. you, they they like to say we're picking the best available player and we don't look at need. But let's face it: like if a team needs a quarterback, they're gonna it's gonna they're gonna get pushed up the up their mark.
1: Now holler at me about some hogs. We got we got Skironsky there at the top. Rod Jones, yeah, Darnell Wright. Who 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 do you really like in this class? Well,
0: I think people like to compare Skaronsky to Rashawn Slater because they're both smaller and they don't have much length. Yeah. Northwestern. I don't think. I don't think in Northwestern. Backs. Yeah. Uh, Skaransky, I wouldn't put him quite in that class with Slater in terms of a left tackle prospect. Uh, I think Skaransky should be a guard, um, uh-huh. and, and I think he'll be a darn good one. Uh, I, I projected him last time for him to go to Washington to be like the next Brandon Sheriff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for, for those who don't know, Sheriff was a left tackle in Iowa before he moved inside. Some
1: Washington. of the most insane tape think, you've ever seen, too, Chad. That, that, yeah, that and Skaransky...
0: And yeah, and Skarzinski isn't that kind of guy. I don't think he's really, really good player, but he's just not that kind of um, dominant player. Uh, and so I would like to see him move inside um, mm-hmm. and be a really good. So, and I think Paris Johnson from Ohio State has a chance to be the best left tackle out of the group. So I, I think he fits in really well with the Titans. And 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 um, well and actually, he can play on the right side too. I mean, I, a guy who goes from right guard as a as a freshman. <laughs> Uh, to left tackle and, and perform, performs well at both, that's pretty unusual. Um, and mm. so I, I really like him and his ability. He's not like an elite Walter Jones you know, kind right. of guy, but like uh, he, he's going to be a really solid starter, excellent run blocker. So I, I like what I've seen from Johnson. Then I would put maybe Skaransky. And then Broderick Jones is, is a smaller guy, but really tough Mm-hmm. um guy, I could see him going to mid into the you know into like the twenty twenty one range somewhere like that. So that's how I see that kind of playing out right now. Um, and then the other first rounder I think for sure would well there's two Osiris Torrance from Florida, you know, wide body guard who's going to be really good um, you know, in those kind of power schemes. And then Cody Mox from North Dakota yep. State, we've had his a first rounder, you know, pretty much all year. Um, could play all five positions, you know, doesn't have the greatest length, but really athletic. And uh and I and I really like him as a as a as a first two. So pretty solid group up top.
1: Th- and the no front teeth for Cody Mock is also a selling point, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. You, you gotta love it. You yeah. gotta love the <laughs> long red hair. I mean, <laughs> that's that's an offensive <laughs> lineman. That's what you wanna see out there. And uh you know he plays like it too. I mean Trevor Penning out of northern Iowa got a lot of love for his you know um you know over the top um you know pancaking guys in, legally in assaulting FCS people that thing yeah yeah and and mark does a lot of the same he's a little he could be a little smarter about it though than penning mode at times um so I really appreciate his aggressiveness and um you know i it, it's a it's it, he's i really like watching him play.
1: Last thing for Chad Ruder from NFL.com. Who uh, who do you expect uh, going into the weekend? Or as we get out of the weekend, who do you expect that will have had an unbelievable combine and and that that stock's going to shoot up?
0: Well, I think if people aren't already aware of the kind of athlete that Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback from Oregon, is, he's been a lot of people had put him kind of in the in the middle of the first round or late part of the first round, but. I think he's going to really excel in athleticism and with his ball skills. There are very few cornerbacks that I've seen in recent years that have the kind of ball skills that that guy does.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and so I think he – and then Lucas Vendez from Iowa is probably another guy uh, that's going to excel. And the one guy I really want to excel here that I really think could help himself is Jackson Smith and Jiggle yep. from Ohio State, the receiver. Because Jameson Williams couldn't even get on the field at Ohio State because of a guy like uh, Smith Smith and Jigba, and he had to transfer to Alabama. So um, I'm really hoping his hamstring is better now that nagged him all year. But if he is healthy and he does what he needs to do, um, I think teams are going to be looking at him much higher than what people think.
1: Uh, Real quick, I I think it's weird, too, because obviously he missed all last year. But is he still wide receiver one to you?
0: Uh, that's really close. I mean, Jordan Addison is really fantastic. I think right. I think Jordan Addison from USC could be basically he would be like the Garrett Wilson of this class. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't shock me if if Addison ended up like if like let's so say Green Bay wanted to move up for a receiver. um it could be a tight end too. but what for one of those guys, like with Philly at Penn, um I could see them taking Addison. I could see them taking Smith and Jigba. It's really going to depend on the kind of guy you want. Addison obviously is a little more slight, plays a little more in the slot, uh, and that kind of stuff. So different flavors of receiver this year. But um, I think between those two is really what it's down to.
1: Mm-hmm. I get you. But Chad, always appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining me. Keep uh, keep up the good work and uh, and and behave yourself as well. And by the way, stay away from the ten a.m. shrimp cocktail. That's that. That seems like I something I would. Uh, yeah. I would avoid.
0: <laughs> I will do that. And I um, uh, congrats on the on
1: the show yes, and sir. thanks for having me on man. Appreciate it, Chad. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the
0: cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone fifteens? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone fifteens on us and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.